Welcome to Everyday Happiness, where I'm your host, Katie Jeffcoat, and we are closing out this podcast. So I invite you to join our Happy Mail. It's an email community where you'll continue to get happiness and kindness content delivered straight to your inbox. We think it's the happiest mail in your inbox, and you can join us over at katiejeffcoat.com slash email. Today, I share one of my biggest takeaways from writing 668 daily happiness podcasts. It starts with a lecture from Yale professor, Dr. Lori Santos, who introduces the work of researchers and professors, Tim Wilson at the University of Virginia and Dan Gilbert at Harvard. They coined this fantastic term called miswanting. The definition of this is really the act of being mistaken about what and how much you're going to like the things that you want in the future. The problem is that our brains deliver to us this idea that we want certain things, but we're often wrong about it. We are constantly miswanting. So why does this miswanting occur and what can we do about it? Well, the researchers seem to think that just being aware of our biases is one of the way to counterbalance miswanting. It can be as simple as wanting a donut. I want a fried dough ball with sugary frosting. It will taste so good and make me so happy. I eat the donut, and although it tastes delightful at the moment, now I'm no longer happier. The feeling didn't last. I miswanted. This all comes down to the perils of us humans predicting our future feelings, and people specifically mispredict the duration of how good or how bad a feeling will be. This means that our intuition and our minds are playing tricks on us, making us think things that are just false. We see this with algebra problems, right? These vision exercises, which table is longer on social media? Have you seen those? We think that one thing is, right? But the fact is, it's definitely the other. Our mind just kind of plays tricks on us. You think that if you walk out of your house and get hit by a car, God forbid, I hope that never happens, but you think you'll be unhappy for the rest of your life. But that also is just not true. You think that if you are in school and you get better grades than you expect, you will be happier. You think that if you win the lottery, all of your worries will disappear and you will be happier than ever. But all of this is just not true. It's not how happiness works. The data says that you will go back to baseline. Scientists call this hedonic adaptation. It's when you get that job promotion and you think that's all you'll ever need. And then a few years later, you want another job promotion. This is a fascinating thing because we can see how our brains trick us into choosing material items or goals that are just wrong. We think the bad thing will be so much worse than it is. And we think the good thing, winning the lottery, will be so much better than it is. We humans get it wrong almost all of the time. We also know that our minds compare our wants, feelings, reference points instead of absolutes. And then our minds have this terrible tendency to get used to all this stuff and we don't even realize it. But the good news is, is that we are intentional. And if we can be intentional, we can overcome these human biases. 
When we think about the ways we try to make ourselves happy, Dr. Santos says the first way is to not invest in awesome material stuff, even if we think it's the coolest thing. The new car just becomes a car. Being aware of it is half the battle. We get used to stuff over time. There just isn't that much happiness to derive from it. On the flip side, forget about all that stuff and instead consider investing in experiences. Experiences don't stick around. We don't have time to really adapt to them. You know, they come and they go. So what we're left with is this wonderful memory of this experience. And the science indicates that people who invest in experiences are, in fact, happier. So instead of thinking about how you might treat yourself with stuff, change it around and think about experiences instead. Also, it's hard to have social comparison when you're talking about a trip versus a new pair of shoes or a car versus someone else's car. So if we are the type of people that invest in experiences, we're more likely to not compare ourselves to the other people's awesome experiences. So the insight is simple. As humans, we will overestimate almost all of the time how happy something will make us. Be aware of that the next time you want something and consider experiences over things and push against the social comparison. Being intentional about our thoughts with this piece of knowledge is one way we can boost happiness.